as a British person, I feel slightly like Hogwarts Legacy is being racist against me. Mm. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry for you in these trying times. Because everyone's talking like fucking Enid Blyton characters. I mean, I'm going to be honest. When you say a sentence like that, that kind of invites being made fun of because I don't know who that is. What's Enid Blyton? You don't know who Enid Blyton is? That Did doesn't sound real. Did you ever read any Famous Five books when you were a kid? Uh, the Famous f- I don't know. That sounds like Dollar Store Fantastic Four. Ah, forget it. Anyway. <laughs> Uncultured looks like, swine. Looks like like we're live. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to Slightly Something Else. I'm Yasser <clears throat> Croshaw. I'm joined, as ever, by Marty Slaver. By the uncultured Marty The Slaver. uncultured Marty Slaver, who doesn't mm-hmm. know who Enid Blyton is. Uh, get a load of this guy, Cam. Andrew Hickenbottom said Enid Blighttown, which I like that. Well done. Ooh, not bad. Enid Blighttown, uh, very good. Not a bit of a non sequitur, but never mind. <laughs> so while I tweet out that we're live, why don't you tell yeah. us what the topic is this week? Heck yeah. I'm going to tell you about the topic. And as you can see uh, posted at the top, uh, we uh, for this entire week, uh, we are raising money uh, through the Tiltify link that is pinned in the comments uh, to the Trans Lifeline charity. So super chats and, and bits go to us. Uh, donations through Tiltify go to that. Uh, we had an amazing Persona stream on Saturday. Uh, Nick played eight hours of Persona, got through one dungeon in eight hours, but we raised $4,000, so that was wonderful. Uh, nice. But today's topic, um, bouncing off of the impetus for this was kind of the news last week that uh, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is going to be Nintendo's first $70 game um, in the U.S. I, I don't know how much that is where you guys live, but... Uh, here in the U.S., uh, well, first $70 game with an asterisk, because first $70 game since the 90s, because games were wild in the 90s. Um, but yeah, Nintendo is joining a lot of other publishers and and, and developers and first-party folks like Sony and like Microsoft and Warner Brothers and Activision and Square. And uh, it feels like video games have officially uh, uh, had a price increase for the first time since the jump to the 360 PS3 era. And so we kind of wanted to talk about the question at large, of how much should a video game cost in 2023? Are games too expensive? Should games be more money? And then looking back at some of the history of, of price increases and why we think some of this stuff is happening. Well, I used to live in Australia where you could oh, expect no. to pay like over $100 for a game at one point. Oh, no. <laughs> too much there, money. There was a time when I used to like import games from the US and... Uh, even with like packing costs and import costs, it will still cost less than buying games retail in Australia. It was yeah, I feel like, as an American, I almost feel bad complaining about this because like we've had it the easiest of, I guess in most things yeah. in life, we've had it the easiest of anyone. Uh, on the counterpoint of that though, uh, in my childhood in England, I used to have a Commodore 64 mm-hmm. uh, that ran games off a tape deck, no less. And I used to be able to buy little games from, like, the newsagents. Or you wouldn't even go to an electronics shop. It would just be, like, the newspaper shop. And there'd be just okay. a shelf of uh, Commodore 64 and Amstrad cassettes. And they could they would set you back, like, two ninety nine for one of those. You get a new game for three quid and spend the rest of your five pounds on sweets. That sounds really nice. Yeah. <laughs> that, honestly, that sounds great. I was worried it was going to be the opposite, where you were going to be like, games were $60 then, and with no, inflation, no. they were 300 No, games were cheaply made and cheaply produced on little, mm-hmm. like, plastic cassette tapes and, like, made by bedroom programmers up and down the land. 
and there it was feels... so, so low barrier to entry and the technology wasn't that intense yeah it feels like games are initially almost some of those like like the ones you're mentioning kind of had the same mindset of like a comic book or something where it's like mm. this isn't meant to be a thing that lasts you forever and that you hold up on your mantelpiece and is a piece of furniture in your home or capital a art it was like a cheap little you know form of entertainment um yeah and, and then of course yeah but the, then of that? course everything else happened it yes. got popular it got it. They realized, oh, we can make a lot of money off this shit, can't we? Yeah. I mean, the reason why Nintendo uh, charging $70 for Zelda is because people are going to pay that price. If they if they'd charged half as much, they'd have made half as much money. and But it, they'd have made precisely as many sales because it's Zelda. Yeah. Where else are you going to go? Exactly. That's the thing is you can't go to like, you can go to knockoff Zelda if you want across other consoles, but knockoff Ooh. Zelda doesn't taste quite as good as what, that's what? that's dollar what's, store zelda what's your favorite knockoff zelda i mean i think the one that did it best was okami um and, and token, that sort of had the bones yeah. of zelda with its own little brushery token dark side is one reference there you go <laughs> beautiful um but yeah games were like when i was a kid you were saying how you remember games being cheap games were expensive as shit when i was a kid um especially well, if i was we i was a super all... nintendo and n64 yeah. fan we weren't all Commodore 64 gamers, were we? No, no, that's true. And consoles, you know, the Atari uh, 2600, when it released in 1977, I think, was $200, which with inflation is now like close to $1,000. Um, the Super Nintendo was $200. The N64 was, I believe, $250. Uh, and uh, the, the standard price for a Super Nintendo game was $60 at the time. So this was the early to mm -hmm. mid-90s. Um, I have an ad that I found. Uh, if you guys want to see, I'm, I'm dropping the ad in the chat of, uh, I think it was like a Christmas ad for, for maybe the first Christmas the N64 was out, um, of how much Nintendo 64 games cost at uh, um, Toys R Us. Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey, Doom 64, and Turok were $75. That was yeah. half the price of the consoles themselves. Like, Yeah. Whoa. But if you look across the way at the PlayStation, which is yeah, releasing yeah. games on like DVD, CDs, rather mm -hmm. than fucking cartridges, yep, yep. Uh, the most expensive one of those, you'd pay uh, $55 for Die Hard Trilogy or Independence yeah, Day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so there was that for a little while, there was that notion that, oh, like the, the physical cost of make of, of producing this cartridge is why it's kind of more expensive. And then they were like, oh, if we go to CD or, or DVD, uh, then, yes, I remember uh, around this time, this, the beginning of digital distribution of game style that everyone was like, yeah, oh, games can be so cheap now yep. because <laughs> they, they don't, they don't have to manufacture boxes and cities and stuff it's really yep. just the ones and zeros and now and then they started charging 60 bucks for them anyway see the, and it, yeah it's it also who am i paying a tax to when i download this thing yeah. I, I don't i don't just pay 60 or now 70 dollars. i pay like 73 57 i'm like who is this tax going to like what what is this tax i let you in on a little secret uh, an accountant once shared with me the truth of all the value of all things. The oh, no. value of anything in this world is what you can get someone to pay for it. That's it. Yep. That's the only yeah. thing that affects value. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That, like I the mean, substances aren't magical. Gold yeah, isn't magical. Yeah. It's just how much people will pay for it. I mean, it's a very good conductor, but it's too rare and heavy <laughs> to be a practical use in that particular uh, sphere. 
Unless you're a pirate, in which case pirates pirates love carrying gold. Yeah. Um, and diamonds, but yeah, so we can we can fucking vat grow diamonds. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, they're the exact same now. And people are like, no, I need the diamonds that come from the mines. No, they need, I want. I, if if like a Ethiopian child didn't lose a hand for it, then yeah, uh, then, it's then, not then it doesn't mean enough. I truly love my wife. No, exactly. Um, yeah, and so yeah, for a while, uh, in those those good old days through like the PS One, the PS Two, the GameCube, the Xbox, fifty dollars was kind of like that was the price for most games and that was nice and those would be really good first party games those would be um you know the the, the square rpgs and those would be halo and those would be smash bros and and uh you know eco and uh metal gear 50 dollars, which was really good and then when we got to the 360 in the hd era they said man hd that that requires an extra 10 and i feel like it was a pill that the collective we swallowed pretty easily to say, all right, games can be sixty dollars now. Well, it, they um, always just creep it up gradually, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and, just uh, because they have to offset the massive cost of making these games now. So that's that's one of the things I wanted to get into is like, what do we uh, like? What are some of the reasons behind this? So people will say games are are, are take longer to make and are more expensive to make because of their production cycles, which is true. Yeah, it costs millions upon millions of dollars to make a game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, a game if like you sit through the credits of any AAA game, you're like, Jesus Christ, yeah. why did so many people... Unless almost... you sit through the credits of Metroid Prime Remastered, because they won't tell you the people who made it. That. that was really just... That was especially egregious, because even I could tell just from the trailers that they really just copy-pasted and put an HD filter on all the textures. Yeah, and what, what, it's free. Just put it in the credits. Like, you're not doing... It's, it it's doesn't cost you yeah. to put these names in the credits. It's the laziest of remasters. Mm -hmm. um, well, yeah, I mean, uh, it, they cost so much to make, and that's not counting all the additional marketing costs in when you're working in like a, a world, a globalized media uh, yeah. thing. There's inflation and everything. Like, I mean, you, you, uh, we don't need to go, by, but if you go to the grocery store, my grocery bill has gotten substantially larger now Ooh. than it was three years ago. Guess they'd better Eggs are five dollars a carton. Guess they'd better increase wages to compensate then. Ha 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 ha! Oh, what if that would happen? Uh, and then there's also just corporate greed, which is, I think, kind of yeah. where because like the money isn't. Paid. Yeah, the money's not trickling down to the developers. You know, no. like this isn't like a restaurant that decides to get rid of tips but raise the um, the the price of all menu items because it will then be. Um, given to the the servers and the bartenders and the uh, the the people in the kitchen, uh, it's not that that profits going to you know C suites and and shareholders and creators are still being laid off and exploited and everything. And it's funny yeah. I brought this up. Uh, on, uh, we were talking about this on Breakout, and uh, when we were talking about that, I was like, well, Nintendo also announced that they're increasing the base play pay in Japan of all of their employees by ten percent. And I was like, so that's nice. And Casey's response was like, that's cool. Why the fuck do I have to pay for that? And I'm like, <laughs> also a really good response. Yeah, why do we have to be the ones to pay for it when Nintendo is clearly printing money with the Switch and, and with their games and, and everything like that? Corporate greed, corporate greed. Because the problem yeah. is there's not enough competition. As I've yes. said, like the consoles and Nintendo are all sort of in competition with themselves at this point. Mm -hmm. I mean, the console war things kind of a thing of the past. You don't get people walking out on stage saying $300, dropping the mic and sauntering away to massive applause these days. Yeah. Because, of course, I mean, Sony is the only one really doing the traditional console experience. Switch is its own thing. And yeah. Xbox is just PC gaming now. Yeah. And, I mean, you bring up 
Xbox, there was also, um, I feel like there was another sort of seismic change during that 360 PS3 generation when we started to get the rise of indie games and downloadable games and games didn't have to kind of fit into the, the one size fits all, you know, $50 column. Um, yeah. you know, we had a generation where we got braid and flower and, you know, geometry wars and meat boy, and these were all incredible games. Some of the best games of their respective years and they cost five, 10, $15. Yeah. And of course that is the case to this day. There's always yeah. like the indie sphere. And it's always very reasonably priced. It, I mean, what we're really complaining about here is that the AAA shit is the stuff that gets all the attention. Yeah, which I, I feel like is is we're we're moving ish away from that. I, I like to well, say we. It's not the stuff we give all the attention to because if you look at any of your you know best list lists from as at least as long as I've been here and all the games we talk about, we keep you know banging on about Hades and Neon White and Death Store and. Outer Wilds and Hollow Knight. Yes, and, and uh, we're probably going to be banging on about Hi-Fi Rush for a while, and that's yeah, exactly. That certainly presented an interesting contrast uh, against uh, Nintendo announcing they're going to start doing seventy-dollar games. Hi-Fi Rush, uh, of course, released at only thirty dollars, and it mm -hmm. would have like gotten it would gotten clean away with it being sold for full price. Uh, definitely, like in the PS2, PS3 era, yeah, possibly yeah. even today. But the yeah, fact I mean, I, I enjoyed myself a lot more yeah. playing that than I did, um, you know, paying $70 and my time in Forspoken. But the so. fact that it was cheap was like a huge publicity boost for it to the point that it it made more money than Forspoken. More people bought it because it was cheaper. You got to feel like there's got to be some kind of sweet spot where you can be inexpensive and still make your money back. And the fact that it's inexpensive brings in more money. Yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Well, and the, so Hi-Fi Rush is also a, a very particular circumstance because the one thing we haven't talked about yet is Game Pass, which I don't know how much you, I don't think you give a shit about Game Pass that much, do you? Not particularly, although I did just okay. look up Metroid Prime Remastered to see if that was like costing a lot. 40, I believe. Because that was the other stealth drop, wasn't it? But yes, yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's, only, that's only $40, so. That's only $40. Um but I mean, to me, as someone who just now, like, I'm I'm bought in on Game Pass, and that's just a reoccurring, that is as reoccurring uh, an amount that is just taken out of my account as is Netflix or my phone bill. Mm. Um, and so I just don't think about Microsoft first party games in terms of like things I should budget for or something. Like well, they said, get you. They, well, they but they got me, but also I just I didn't pay anything for for uh, Hi-Fi Rush. I mean, granted, I, well, I work in this thing, but. But I mean, yeah, yes. But that money was already taken by. I didn't see that money. It was just taken out of my account, um, and I don't actually own the game. So if everyone to take it out, I I would no longer be able to play it. Subscription uh, services, how they get you? Because people forget they're subscribed. And the money but just, I use uh, it enough. 
but I use it enough to where that's not one of those. There's plenty of subscription services that I uh, should cancel immediately after this. Absolutely, like I do yeah. not need a Paramount Plus subscription service. I, I'm not watching anything on Paramount Plus. I don't need that. Um, I'm guessing yeah, that's proved a lot more effective than micropayments because you have to like, uh, opt into it. Yeah. Micropayment. Yeah, you but know, like Microsoft you know has kind of earned you know me to not have to turn it off because like seems like every month there's something cool on here. They just dropped all the Persona games on there. All the Yakuza yeah. games are on there. Starfield's going to be on there when it comes out. Redfall's going to be on there when it comes out. I feel like when micropayments were first, you know, posited as an idea, the I, I want to say it was like put forward in Scott McCloud's book, Understanding Comics, as a way to fund webcomics. And his idea was just like every reader would just send, like set up system where it just sends like a quarter for uh -huh. every page they read. Like or just ten cents or five cents, just yeah, an amount yeah, that no one would even know, that no one would even notice, but would mount up really far. And bearing that in mind, like five dollars, six dollars, ten dollars, that doesn't feel like a micro payment to me. That's starting to feel a little bit macro as payments go. So $5 I guess what I'm saying feels... is that I question the semantics of micro payment at this point. Yeah. I mean, I guess also one of the things is money is in the eye of the beholder, right? Like, but what $10 means to me might mean very different to someone who makes more than me or someone who makes less than me. Um, and that's also, I'm imagining one of the comments will bring it up, so maybe we'll talk about it later. But uh, a lot of people uh, die on the hill of, uh, I should get X amount of entertainment for... Ten dollars well, for this game. This so. is this is the tricky part, isn't it? This is the yeah. I mean, what is a video game worth? A lot of people still think of it in terms of how much hours of entertainment, and that very mindset mm -hmm. is what drives the push for grindy live servicey games, right? Yeah, because yeah. you, you put out a decent eight-hour experience like Hi-Fi Rush or uh, mm -hmm. literally anything from the PS3 era. Yeah. And uh, people complain these days, like, Ugh, eight hours? I can't zone yeah. out to that at all. Yeah. And it's not, and I also get that, like, if you are budgeting and you say, I only have X amount to spend on games this month, and I want it to last me the month, even if something, even if we keep saying this game is so, so good, it is $20, but it's also only three hours long. Like, I understand that for some people that's a hard pill to swallow. And so well, then, I don't well, then like... we get into the argument of if we're playing games literally just to pass time or to have some kind of yeah. invigorating cultural experience. Yeah. Because, you know, I... the games that make you feel versus the games that make you numb. Yeah. There's a market for both, and maybe they shouldn't be talked about with equivalence. Yeah. Because, you um... know, you might want to pay $60 for, like, an incredibly insightful emotional journey that's five hours long. Yeah, we also don't pay. Um, you know, you don't go to. You don't pay less for a ninety-minute movie at at the movie theater than you do for a three-hour movie. Well, no, it's a very theater. it's very transactional, isn't it? It's very quantitative. Yeah. It's a very yeah. quantitative approach to to pricing. Although uh, AMC, the the theater chain, uh, did announce that they're they're now doing sort of like airplane uh, pricing to where like certain seats <sighs> in the theater are now more expensive. Like if you want your middle seats and your uh, you know, no, uh, like you're you're closer or further to the uh, screen well, and everything. It's guess they gotta get the money somehow because no one goes <sighs> to the cinema anymore. Because why would hey, you? Avatar two, two billion dollars, third highest grossing movie of all time. Inexplicably, yes. People maybe, love Avatar. They love those blue James, folks. Maybe James Cameron just personally bought out every vacant seat in every theater he knew. 
he used he uses the money from his previous movie to just fund his next movie to to fund uh making sure that the next movie hits that uh yeah hits that price he can't yeah. help it he lives for the rush of yeah uh hearing that his movies made a lot of money <laughs> hey i'm not gonna king shame him at all um but yeah it's uh i don't know because I, I i get the price versus length thing that's not what i'm looking at because i just want uh, like I mean, we've rattled off so many of those games that we've loved over the last couple of years, and most of them have been on the shorter side. And I would rather have you give me a full, a full fledged three hour thing that that feels like a genuine artistic statement than um, it's sixty hours because it's sixty hours because you need to to skin a bunch of deer and and make all your cool weapons and go on a bunch of side quests. I don't care about. I guess this is something that uh, would benefit from a game pass arrangement. The way we used to watch random stuff on TV, because we couldn't mm -hmm. choose what to watch on TV, and if it just came on, we'd just be like, uh, kills time. And then that way we would discover things we'd never have thought to seek out and instantly fall in love with. So maybe Game Pass is a good thing for people seeking the cultural experience in video games. Yeah, yeah. I do think that's one of the best things about Game Pass, is putting games on people's radars that they just might have missed. Mm. Um outside of that uh, uh and it does that especially with indie games um the, you know spirit fairer was on game pass uh, uh immortality was on game pass um, i guess so. uh, the niggle with that would be that if a game does turn out to be an unexpected massive hit the developers get precisely as much money as they would have gotten otherwise yeah from what i've heard though most developers are apparently the the microsoft compensation for game pass by and large benefits um benefits the, the little developers um is there any kind of like additional compensation system for if, uh, if something does bring like significantly more clicks to the service it's a really good question i don't know i don't even know if maybe have, i like, should develop a game and put it on game pass and find out oh then you could give us you probably sign ndas though you probably couldn't actually talk about it uh, i don't know if they allow you to talk about that stuff but uh the other thing too which we didn't have been certainly in the in the offline era of games but now is there are thousands of games that are just free that you could just mm. download and yes the money is baked in in the back end but um if you want you can play warzone or you can play uh, uh fortnite or you could play you know marvel snap or you could play league of legends or apex legends and these games are just free to download and you can have infinite entertainment with your friends with these games for free um free asterisk Free, free asterisk, asterisk yeah, but yeah. You might, but you might become Pavlov'd into uh, being addicted to pressing the Skinner Box button for the rest of your life. As someone who has paid $10 for every monthly pass for uh, Marvel Snap so far, I resemble that remark. So There you go. Yeah. I can't believe how much of a fucking sap I became by Marvel Snap. That being said, still love it. Great game. No one should download it. No one else should ever play it. Um, okay. Games are also weird now because games are no longer static objects. Um, yep. Before, yep. when you would when you would buy a game, it, it was the thing on there, warts and all. Whereas now we have so many examples of sixty dollars games that are you just can't play anymore. You can't play anymore, or are completely different from launch. Um, you well, know, I'm we, I'm with Ross Scott in that this is like a we're in a still a relatively young industry, and this is the sort of shit that needs to be tested in the courtroom. We need like some someone to say, "Hey, we all paid sixty bucks for this game, and now we can't play it." Sue, 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 and you know, set some kind of precedent. Yeah, I mean, is there a? 
I don't know. Like when you're buying something, is is there a promise that this is going to last forever? Well, that's the sort of thing that would again need to be hashed out in a courtroom. Yeah, because in marketing, like in the marketing legality, there are special phrases like "moron in a hurry." If your product could be mistaken for a competing product by a moron in a hurry, then that's something you need to uh, uh, you could you can get caught out on. Is that an actual term, or is that just a term you made up? It was a term that came up in QI. I, I love think it, moron with a hurry. In a hurry. I, I believe it is a genuine insider term within like marketing law. Sure. Was that kind of like the whole? Oh, you, sometimes you get the bullshit ones like that. Of uh, remember that pray for the gods game had to change its yeah. name to P R A E Y because yeah, I guess Bethesda was like they're going to confuse it with our space game. No yeah, confuse us with your space game. All, all it takes is a judge who feels like being a prick. Yeah, I saw that some game came up with the name, something had the word Quake somewhere in it. And yeah, they were like, well, oh, is Beth yeah, well, I guess that maybe that's just something Bethesda does is anytime if you put Quake or Doom or Prey in your game's name, they're going to come after you. I think Quake, if you put Quake in there, that is like skating on the edge for me. Uh, not so much Prey. They didn't create I mean, the name Quake. I know. They didn't well, create the word Quake. Yeah, but if you say Quake in a video game context... That's like yeah. a huge, well-known, long-running franchise. That and if and there's like multiple like mods for it where they just take a word and then put Quake on it, and then you know what it is. Like Half Quake, it's Quake, but in the Half Life engine. Instantly, oh, you know what it is. Those diabolicals. I think Quake uh, I think is a word. Casey's, Casey's been doing a great job in Half Life. I want to say Quake Sorry. is a word with sufficient. Well, it's not that difficult a game. It's a linear first-person shooter, man. It is. We're not, we, we've only gotten lost once. He just if we we did that whole. There's the the large kind of plant thing that you have to that can only hear you, and you have to keep going around those rings and and oh, yeah. burning it. Yeah, he did great. I was really proud of him. Well, um, shows how intuitive a game it is, I suppose. It was. It was I'm gonna be honest. It's it's a pretty good game. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I I think the 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 one thing I will always say is if you're gonna charge seventy dollars for a game, that should be the end of it. That should be our transaction is done. You don't get any more from me. Uh, whereas now we yeah. get $70 games and then it's like, well, if you also want, you can buy, like make sure that uh, the, the lady in Forspoken has a cool cape. So please buy these yeah, new capes yeah. or like the any bullshit like edition, that. Get the platinum edition, multiple editions, yeah, yeah. micropayments. These have all been parts of the extra money playbook for quite a long time now. As yep. I say, someone needs to get it in the courtroom so we can hash out some laws about this sort of thing but that's never going to happen yeah. because the corporations run the world yeah there's also i just rec you know anyone you don't have to buy a game when it comes out and nintendo aside every company eventually lowers their games and a lot of times very soon like uh, marvel's midnight suns Callisto protocol uh sonic frontiers all uh, yes, came what up. have you taken that attitude with marvel's avengers and decided just right about now that you wanted to give it a go <laughs> Or Rumbleverse, or oh, uh, no, or, Knockout or, City, or, or Anthem, yeah. or any of those other ones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what's your uh, what do you do now, smart guy? Yeah, that's that's a good. One. I wanted I want the one guy who was like, I was gonna get the Marvel's Avengers eventually. I was just waiting until I had a weekend off. Um, well, but all was... those all those like single player games, those all everything gets half off eventually. Um, so yeah, that seems easy enough. 
Do you feel when a game, if a game was like a live service of multiplayer only, they'd sell it for cheap? I do. I mean, there was no yeah, because it wasn't considered a full yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah, they'd sell it for like 30 bucks. I miss those days. Yeah, yeah. So do you, where do you think we go from here? Do you think games ever go down? Do you think how in the way that uh, we had that N64 kind of plateau and then mm -hmm. things went down because of new, um, like, do you think if some company was like, some big publisher was like, actually, we think more people should play our games, so our games are all going to be $40. Like if Ubisoft, they will not do this. But if Ubisoft was going to say going forward, every new Assassin's Creed and, and Far Cry is going to be only $40. Well, like, for a big publisher, that would mean doing the thing that means they get less money. And corporations yes. are set up to avoid that at all costs. There is no actual human decision making there. It's something an indie publisher would need to do and uh, do be so successful that they ride it all the way to the top. Yeah. But I mean, you don't know they'd get less money. Like maybe you'd get more than twice the sales if you're No, game was they would the get less money in the short term, therefore they will not do it. I'm I'm being a corporation here, buddy. You are being you are very good at being a corporation. Cor that is very that is, that is the thinking. As I say, these bureaucracies are all set up so that it just if X do Y. So no, yeah. absolutely no human decision making is involved on any level. If thing yeah. is popular, rip off thing. Any yeah. intelligent person like you or I would be able to point out that that's stupid and would produce diminishing returns, but they can't internalize it because they're not set up to think the way normal humans do. Yeah. That is a corporation. Uh, Nick brings up a, a point in the chat saying, was thinking about this topic last night. What if games go up to 80 or $100? Well, as you say, where is the limit certain, for well to a certain extent that's like the natural effect of inflation isn't it sure yeah we had two generations where it was 60 dollars i imagine 70 will last two generations and then probably go up to 80 um, well I'm, and, i've i've been of the view that we're currently in a transitionary phase the live services are getting killed off they've been proved mm -hmm. unprofitable uh shit's getting stealth dropped for low costs everything's getting a big old shake at the moment shake 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 yeah. shake and it remains to be seen what falls out and what sticks to the to the cloth yeah i think that's a i think that's a really good point um but also and nick says curious with uh, how the 70 dollar thing is going to go i would be willing to bet that the five best selling games of the year are all going to be 70 dollar games it's going to be hogwarts it's going to be starfield it's going to be jedi survivor you know, it's going to be Zelda. All I'd these be, games are $70, and all these games are going to be the best-selling games of the year. I'd be interested to know how the chart for makes the most money would be different to sold the most units. Yeah. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Or just, I mean, was, also... or just was played the most. Like, he's put on free-to-play games there as well. Anytime someone downloaded it and started playing it, it would uh, get a point there. So how would that compare to the made the most money top 10, I wonder? Yeah, that's a that's a good point. But you're also, like, the games, those games we talked about are, uh, 
by and large, uh, uh, these massive, like they cost more money. The ones yeah. that are that are seventy dollars. Uh, also, maybe I was wrong. Okay, Hogwarts is apparently seventy dollars on consoles, not on PC. Which that's also well, weird. sounds like another great reason to stick to PC gaming. Oh, PCs are boring. They're for tax. I just did my taxes. You know how boring that is. Fucking well, boring. Well, surely uh, being able to do your taxes and then alt tab into Doom Eternal would alleviate the boredom of no it doesn't it makes me resent it makes me resent the games because i'm like you're the thing i did taxes on and i had this i had to pay this year and i'm like i don't i don't like this at all um but yeah i don't know we'll 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 see i'm, I'm curious how that how that's well let's go to super chats shall we, we have a lot of super chats we, we got sure some good ones do. too uh i don't think i've got the top ones do you want to start yeah i can start the... with uh eric cartman uh, with a $10 donation. Thank you so much. This $70 BS feels especially stupid coming from Nintendo. Valve has already beaten them to the punch on a more powerful Switch. Now they can eat Nintendo's lunch with Steam sales and emulators too. Ah, but they um, won't eat Nintendo's lunch in terms of having all of Nintendo's games. That's, yeah, they won't have that, which is massively important. Also, charitably, the Steam Deck has probably sold 1.5 million Steam Decks. And Nintendo has sold literally 100 times that in Switches. Um, I don't think Nintendo is losing an ounce of sleep when it comes to the Steam Deck. I don't think I don't think anyone in Japan gives a shit about the Steam Deck. I do not yeah. think. I think the Steam Deck is a very cool novelty item for a very small percentage of very hardcore people. A lot of them are our regular viewers and and, and in our chats. Well, the um, Switch the Switch is pretty yeah. dated for fun now, isn't it? And, uh, it is. It is about, about to hit its sixth birthday. Yeah, it's about time for the Switch Plus. And if Nintendo has a pattern, it's that they can never follow up their good ideas very well. Yeah, they really, they really screw the bed. No shit, the bed. Not screw the bed. Don't screw the bed. Leave the bed where it is. The bed's fine. Just, just yeah. well, don't if do you that. screw the bed, then no. uh, uh, you've probably gotten an IKEA flat pack. And uh... ah, waka waka. Um, but uh, yeah, and then yeah, Nintendo's a long history of kind of fucking up after succeeding so hopefully yeah. it's not the case this yeah. time we you we you we you <laughs> oh no that's that's nintendo's alarm for you just fucked up we you uh, no uh terrifying uh and then chemo sell a magic with a 50 dollar dono uh Ooh. they should charge by the hour games should charge by the hour no but then like there's some game persona should cost 120 dollars then yeah 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 well worth it in my opinion and if you play it again you have to keep paying you have to you have to start start your well, process that's what again. that's apparently what they're arguing for yeah exactly um indie bum with a five dollar oh, donut. this is where I, this oh. is where i come in come indie in, bum with in. five dollars says i thought the superbly was pretty good but the hyperbole was the greatest i've ever seen i don't think that works with my pronunciation of those words indie bum i know some people say hyperbole they're wrong to do that but uh they do. Superbly. I like calling it the superbly. <laughs> the superbly. <laughs> That's pretty good. Did you watch the uh, How much of the Super Bowl did you watch? N absolutely none of it. Excellent. Uh, absolutely Excellent. zero. I stayed at home. And you know what I did? I went to itch.io and randomly played shit that was free to play and playable in browser. That sounds nice. Well, there was one game I did download from there, which was like a stereogram game. Where you okay. open it up and you play it in a small window, and uh, you have to like cross your eyes to play it. Weird. That's really weird. 
interesting idea that this is what yeah. HIO is for. And it sort of yeah. did my eyes in for playing it for too long, but it was interesting. Sure. Yeah. Uh, where are we? Cade Brockhausen gives $10 and says, Lots of the conversation... Oh, God, here we go. Lots of the conversation around Hogwarts Legacy is about Rowling being a turf. Now that the game is out, new issues have made themselves known. Any thoughts on the game's anti-Semitism, Yahtzee? Cade Brockhausen, I am not touching this shit until I have to, all right? We'll talk about it, like, next week when I do a Hogwarts Legacy review. A week after, actually. Uh, yes, when uh, when Nick told me about the Trans Lifeline charity drive we're doing, he very firmly requested that I not be my usual self. So, uh, thanks for the donations to Trans Lifeline. It's uh, going to a great cause. It is. It, it included, I can even read, we got two donations uh, during the stream. David Bateman with $20 just had to donate to a great cause over on Trans Lifeline. And Kid Barchetta, thank you so much, $5. Yachts, ever thought about a catchphrase? Something as timeless as, hey, hey, people, or go away now, or what are we doing here? Try Wizzle Wuzzle. Do you have a catchphrase? Oh, oh, I mean, the shit you say at the start of a stream. Yeah. To, like, uh, that's part of your branding. Yeah. Uh, well, I you don't really, say... You've never really done... I mean, you've, like, created phrases, but you didn't have, like, a catchphrase. I say, hello, welcome to the PostCP stream. I'm Yahtzee Groshaw. Here's whatever dumb twat I was able to persuade to waste two hours of their life today. Sometimes that's me. I'm that dumb twat. Uh, you should start. You should new, get a new catchphrase for the start of all ZP. Uh, what hey, like, hey, um, hey, uh, hey, hey, J.K. Rowling is a sallow, dry, cunted bitch. Yeah, that works. Hey, that everyone. J.K. Rowling is a sallow, dry, cunted bitch. Today we're talking about etc. That seems fine. Uh, you can't do that in the first couple seconds of the video or else it gets demonetized. So maybe, oh, damn. That, should be, uh, maybe that should be an outro instead. Hey, everyone. Uh, also, JK Rowling is a sallow, dry C, star, star, T, did B, star, T, C, H. I think that would get through. I think that would get through. So I think the videos are still monetized. Uh, and K1, thank you so much. Uh, another $10 at uh, Tiltify. The IGN comment section under Hogwarts Legacy was sad. Here's a bit of money to counter it, hopefully. Uh, like the IGN it. comment section under everything is sad. So just don't don't go there. Anytime yeah. anything gets big enough, the comment section gets sad. Comments generally are sad. Uh, unless Not our comments, though. Unless it's the comments on our uh, <laughs> podcasts, which are all beautiful. Anyway, there you go. Wesley Thomas gives two uh, CA dollars. And says most AAA games are only worth one seventy five. Oh, like that's not true. Five cents. What Ooh. about Elden Ring? Elden Ring was worth money. You know, it's hard to classify that as AAA in my head because you know I associate AAA with a lot of things besides just having a high budget. I mean, a high budget, large team, uh, yeah. a large publisher yeah. funded by, made, by Bandai Namco, made by C Star Star T's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh AAA and they're they're very nice. They're giving us Pikmin. Pikmin's Jordan Berry, member for seventeen months in credit, uses their member chat to say, "Destroying my sleep pattern to see this live." G'day from Sydney. Thanks for all the content. Wonderful. That was a really good g'day. Yeah, I never, I never picked up on saying g'day in all my time living in Australia. I did, I did pick up the habit of saying no worries a lot. Say no worries a lot. No, wor no worries. I don't say it like that. Because you know what's great like about that. no worries? It's sort of a universal phrase. You can say it <laughs> in response to an apology. You can say it in response to someone saying thanks. You can mm -hmm. just say it as a general greeting. You can say it as yeah. an exclamation. 
Mm-hmm. It's just you can say it when you have worries. It could be a lie. Yeah. If you have a yeah. lot of worries, you could still say no worries. Well, even you though internally well, you're like well, you several say, worries. Well, then you have to say it sarcastically. No worries, mate. There's so many worries. Uh, Andrew Higbottom gave us five pounds and says, "All these cheap, heavily discounted, or free-to-play games nowadays, but the most valuable currency of all is time, and we can't earn or get that back." Agreed. Well, you could uh, give agreed. you could give up sleeping, Andrew Higginbottom. That might help. Oh, that's going to drive you cuckoo, though, if you do that. Just drink a lot of coffee. Uh, that's true. <laughs> Just have a, have heart palpitations. Not the coffee in Hi-Fi Rush, though. That's decaf, apparently. That's decaf, yeah. <laughs> that all the robos drink. Andrew Higginbottom, member for 33 months. Blimey. We just can't get rid of you, can we, Andrew Higginbottom? In early access, who says, laughs in Neo Geo. That was an expensive console. Yeah, well, it was just like a home arcade cabinet, wasn't it? Yeah, there were there were a lot of uh, failed consoles in the 90s that like the, the Jaguar and... Yeah, uh, yeah, the whole uh, the 32-bit uh, transitionary yeah. period sort of killed off basically 90% of the of the market until only Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo remained. There used to be like, like back in the really olden days, E3 used to be full of people like coming up with third-party consoles and they were all shit. They were all really bad. I remember there was like a thing called the Phantom that was going to come out and uh, come up. Ha 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 ha. <clears throat> Chris S, member for seven months in early access, says those $75 N64 games, inflation adjusted, are $140. Gasp. Yeah, it is fucking expensive. Well, they were bad games. Those three games I mentioned were bad games. Well, Doom 64 was pretty good. Turok, very bad game. Well, you had to play to find out. I think some people liked Turok. Yeah, those were some dinosaur weirdos. Because like, it's cool to like dinosaurs at a certain point, and when you start liking them too much, you, get a little, you start to worry me. It's cute to like dinosaurs when you're like 12 and dressed in pajamas. Beyond that age, it starts to get a bit sad. You can't take my pajamas? You'll take them from my cold, dead hands. Kurt Horsting gives $5 and says, As someone who spent an embarrassing amount on my Magic the Gathering collection, that accountant is 100% correct. Referencing what I said earlier about my accountant <laughs> friend who told me that the value of anything is just what you can get someone to pay for it. Uh, that's true. Oh, Jesse Galina is a big dinosaur fan. So everyone, oh, okay. everyone's a weirdo who likes dinosaurs, asterisks, except for Jesse, because Jesse's great. Don't clip that and send it to Jesse. Fuck. Pirate Cap'n Jack gives $5 and says, I remember the early days of demo discs. Player demo then decided the game is worth $20 to $30, late 90s, early 2000s. Not just demos, okay. shareware Pirate Cap'n Jack, where the, the demo yeah. would be anything up to like an entire third of the game. Yeah. Oh my god, shareware. Yeah, 360, every 360 game had to have a demo that was mandated by Microsoft. Mm. And they got rid of that because it was probably too much work for people. You wonder why. I mean, you just hack off a bit of the build and throw it out there but then as, yeah, I, I, said, as I once said next to punctuation it fell out of favor by the rich corporations because it made it harder to lie about the finished product didn't it what do you have you have something against all of my sweet c-sweet friends I had a hard time saying sweet 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 I don't have any friends in any sweet sweets they're, they're okay rich rich people don't like me uh Who's? Oh, never mind. Wesley Thomas gives five CA dollars and says, as you said last week, they don't hide that they're ripping us off anymore. Seventy dollars for base game and one dollar to make it playable for an hour and ten dollars for each DLC. I know. It's like for a while they sort of vacillated around it and then they realized they could just do it and no one seemed to care. So now they just do it. Yeah. yeah. It, people, it's on the public to stop giving them money, I suppose. 
do your part. Fight the good fight. Oh my goodness, TM558 flashing some big old pimp cash around. Gave a hundred dollars, deep red super chat, to say nothing interesting to add, just wanted to show my appreciation. Oh, aren't we flash, TM558? I bet you go into bars wearing a leather jacket and kick the jukebox to make it work da, again. Da, 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 da. That's pretty, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, Stephen Thomas, member for nine months in tip chart. No comment, though. Oh, just below. Said, love the channel. Oh, yes. Great stuff. Keep up the good work and thank you. Well, that was worth Stephen. going hunting for it, Stephen Thomas. <laughs> Benjamin Cook gives five pounds and says, the annoying thing for me about Nintendo charging $70 is they never drop the price of oh, their games. I think you mean of their games. And you mm. also used the wrong there. It should have been T-H-E-I-R. $5. We don't have to be the grammar, grammar popos. <laughs> what are we doing? We got motherfucking TM558 giving us 100 bucks. With perfect grammar. These parts. We don't have to um, count out of the $5 scrubs. I'm going to keep saying this, and it sounds like I'm a shill, but as someone who buys a lot of first party Nintendo games, the Nintendo voucher system is now the way to, the way to go. You spend $100 and you get two first party Nintendo games regardless of their price. And so you can get Tears of the Kingdom, which is a $70 game, and any other of their full-price games like Pikmin or Fire Emblem or Mario or anything like that. And also you can get Nintendo stuff always, the Nintendo credits that you can always find cheap if you if you know where to look online. Thank so you, Mr. Thank you, Mr. Shill. We should call you... That wasn't Mr. Shill. I'm trying to save everyone money. We should call you Shillery Swank. Is that what call we should me. call you? First off, Academy Award winner, Shillery Swank. Put, put some... We should call you Shill Clinton. Uh... I, 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 I was trying to think. What is he, he said? I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Or what did he say? He didn't. Sw he didn't swallow. No, he did not. He didn't swallow. Jesus, he didn't your, inhale. Your favorite Nazi propaganda movie is Triumph of the Shill. That's pretty good. That's a that's a Lenny Riefenstahl drop. I did not expect. There you go. Your favorite survival horror franchise is Silent Shill. Although that sounds also like you can't say my. It, that sounds like you're saying it with a speech impediment. Uh, you also can't say my favorite, uh, my favorite Nazi propaganda film, because that's the only one anyone knows. No one knows the second one. Well, I guess I don't. Good point. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say Birth of a Nation, but that's not Nazis. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was a Nazis. It's not a baddies. Only Nazis in spirit. Anyway. Yeah, there you go. Danned if I do, gives $5 and says, Yes, he just reminded me that I forgot to unsubscribe from Game Pass. Thanks. Have some money. Well, no more Hi-Fi Rush for you, Danned if I do. Also, yeah, Atomic Heart is coming out in a week, and that's on Game Pass. You should wait. wait, wait a If you want to play Atomic Heart, just wait a couple days. Play that, and then you can unsubscribe. Can you install something from Game Pass and then unsubscribe and keep playing it offline? No. Nope. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I mean, maybe if you like forever keep your console offline. Yeah, but I would imagine reconnect to the internet. I would imagine. I would imagine it needs to ping at some point. It'll be like I, I need so, to talk yeah. to the mothership. Yeah. Anyway, 
John Connor gives $5 and says, As a patient person with a surplus of games to play, I feel like any high game price is irrelevant. I can wait for it to be fair price. Mm -hmm. Unless it's Marvel's Avengers, of course, John Connor. Yes. Unless it's Marvel. As that was our previous point. Back in Nam gives nine ninety nine and says, But it doesn't justify forcing us to buy a clunky new console with no backwards compatibility. Yahtzee 2014. If it's a console game, its life is limited by the console it came out on. Not worth. Well, hmm. quite. You could always just wait for the Steam release, which it seems now is inevitable given enough time. Although still waiting for Infamous 2. Didn't they yeah. announce Bloodborne was going to come to PC at some point? No, that's always the that's the white whale. They're keeping leaks that are like, it's coming out now. And uh, uh, they've still never done it. They've never released like the PS5 version for with like a 60 FPS patch. We hate so. money. We hate yeah, free know. money. That's Part what of that me thinks it has to, to be some weird contractual thing. I assume as much. Yeah. The Climate Change Barbarian gives $13.99 CA dollars. Says, I thought I'd another gaming train wreck after last week. Third party Wii ports. Dead Rising and Spider Man 3 mm -hmm. still haunt me. And to this day, I'm nervous to buy a third party game on a Nintendo console. Oh, yeah. The Wii ports were always the shittiest version. I remember uh, mistakenly playing the Wii version of The Force Unleashed. Oh, no. Which I mean, some of those Wii versions were like literally different games, like different yeah, developers. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. Like the Dead Rising on Wii, I don't think was a port was it i think it was like a wii exclusive game like yeah. probably wasn't very good but i think it was called shop um, till you drop shop till you drop yeah that sounds about right that was the subtitle um, yeah uh third party uh, uh i've seen some stuff and it, it, it seems like uh i don't know I, I also just don't if a big third party game comes out i'm just not gonna buy it on switch i don't i just play it on literally anything else Jackson Jewell, member for eight months in early access, says, Happy almost Valentine's Day, gents. Who's getting a Valentine from you this year, Marty's Lever? Maybe I'll I'm going to mail one to you. I'm going to send you a, a singing telegram. Ha ha, you're single. Oh, womp womp. You know what? I, I've got a wife. I've got a Valentine for her because she's my sweetie. Well, you know what? I only have to, I don't have to pay for anyone's funeral when I die. No, that's not how that works. When that's, they die. That's certainly one benefit. Uh, you've one certainly benefit. told me. <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> hey, funerals can be expensive. So there you go. Hey, I'm the male and I'm a larger than average person. Statistically, the odds are with me. Oh, no. Of, of me dying first. Oh, my God. And your coffin would be so much bigger. You'd I know, like right? A, a, I know. A, a, a extra tall coffin. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to be you, Cass. <laughs> Uh, Father Owl gives $5 and says, Metroid Prime Remaster is not just a filter, there's new models and animations. Ah, shut up. That's basically a filter. Listen, you're softening, I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, uh, tune in to your Dead Space uh, 3MR soon. And I think... Yeah, 3MR? Slowly, uh, oh shit, ZP. That's, yes, ZP is yes. the thing that's just ripping off 3MR, yes, right? Yes, remember, remember the thing that everyone comes to this side for. No, everyone comes to our site for SEO now. Oh, we don't need you anymore. We got that hot, hot SEO. Um, but uh, we'll see. I think by the time Resi Four comes out, I think you're gonna be you're gonna be a you're gonna be a remake uh, boy now. I think reviewing the Dead Space remake uh, is justified, and I will explain why in my review of the Dead Space remake. Yes. Next also, I next in week. my Resident Evil Four replay, I I just got to the island, and let me say that game. Still holds up phenomenally. Long ass game, isn't it? I, it is uh, extremely be, long. I would be very surprised if the remake is as long as the original. 
I just want the giant the, the giant mech statue to come to life and chase you in a QT. I still want that to happen. I still want that man's giant statue that he commissioned of himself to still just come so to life many memorable you. set pieces in that game. It's incredible. It's incredible. That, that that was like a thirty second sequence. It chases you and then it falls off a bridge and then you never see it again. You never see it again. You, you just get more big boss fights. It is wild. What a game. Crazy. <laughs> Nick Miller gives $5 and says Game Pass Ultimate is $15 per month. That's a new game every four months. I don't even have the time to play all those games. Owning them is better for time's sake. Okay. Uh, it's a new game every four months. I mean, there's also a lot of short games that wouldn't that don't take you a long time. I don't know. I, for me, I, I, I just very much enjoy Game Pass. Oh, also, yeah. Nick wanted me to mention that for uh, the patrons on Patreon at the $15 tier or higher, they're getting Valentine's from Nick. Oh. <laughs> Nick loves everyone equally. Do you think he's going to give him a big, uh, like, uh, give him a big lipstick kiss like Ada signs all of her notes? She signs one note in the game with a lipstick kiss that's about, like, this man died and this is how he died. And then gives it a big kiss and i'm like hey, well Ada. she's like, clearly read, read the room Ada. she's clearly not rattled by that sort of thing but then yeah, people but, are in resident evil games yeah but like there's a difference between not being rattled and like read the room a man died Ada. Uh, i saw a corpse and i thought of you Mwah. <laughs> jackson jewel gives five dollars and says game pass has been great for me it is like having a bunch of game demos the only thing i hate yeah. is buying a game and a month later it becomes free yeah, well, that's the risk, that's isn't it? Not. Yeah, but also if you buy a game a month later, it could go half off. So, Curious Quasit, member for 24 months in bonus content, says, backing up Marty's point reprices, I'm a full-time carer, and due to low support, thanks UK Tory government, I basically have to rely on sales. Mm -hmm. Is buying video games a big part of full-time caring for the elderly and disabled? Curious no, Quasit? I think that it's just you don't get a lot of money. It's low support because of the Tories. I think Fucking when, Tories! When people like us get old, old folks' homes are going to be full of gaming. Yes, they're fucking. Gonna, just bury me. They're going to be <laughs> gaming all day. There'll be like That'd a be special D&D &D room. There'll be, there'll be a room for all the retro consoles. But the retro so, consoles will end up being like the, the, like the Xbox a, One. There'll be a big permanent LAN party in the library. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. Uh, land parties are a pretty retro thing these days. They are. I saw someone is uh, uh, releasing a book that's like photos of old land parties. And I look at them and I'm like, oh man, what a different era. Yeah, when you used to like haul your gaming PC to your friend's house. And yeah. you would pile into the basement and it would become hotter than the surface of mercury. Yeah, and everything would smell like farts. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of farts there. I don't know what was going on. And you'd, you'd order a pizza that was like half baked and half not. Uh, yeah. the, the sort you're supposed to finish baking in the oven and then yeah. they, you just you just put it in the middle of the land party and like within about half an hour be edible maybe that's why everyone started farting was because like there was this there's some weird yeast stuff going on in their stomach anyway father owl gives five dollars and says my previous message was not grammatically correct please forgive me while on the subject of metroid prime remastered will that be a retro review uh you know, I thought about I it because I'd never reviewed the original Metroid Prime, and it was oh, a game I used to, that could be cool. It was a game I used to like a lot back in the GameCube days. I'd be curious to hear your take if it how how well it holds up. Well, I'm... we'll see if there's a slot for it. I've got like the Dead Space remake, and I got Hogwarts Legacy lined up, and there's more shit after that. 
Atomic Atomic Hearts coming out right yeah, after Atomic, that. Atomic Hearts. It's I'm booked up for a while. I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah. You you're not gonna you're not gonna get a PSVR two, are you? Nope. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not either. There you uh, go. Great chat. Hang on, lots of plays. Oh, and also a reminder that uh, that same fifteen dollar tier where you become Nick's Valentine girlfriend or boyfriend, uh, those are the people who get to vote on the game you're going to be reviewing this summer. During your oh, that's drop. right. Yeah, have it be Metroid the, Prime. It could be a good game. Don't make the inevitable drought. Yeah, don't make me play fucking orc massage or whatever else. <laughs> Anyway, Dreadhair870, member for one month in early access, says, cheers for all the great content, lads, keep it up. Will do. Oh, thank you. Dreadhair870. Uh, Daniel TH gives $5 and says, I need someone to put Yahtzee's Wii U siren on a t-shirt. That's pretty good, with the Mars lights it's and everything. It's pretty hard to put a sound on a t-shirt, but I guess they used to bring those, they used to have those jumpers where, like, there'd be a row of teddy bears and the last one would be a squeaker. What? Is that a euphemism? What no, that? no. You know, you'd have a wool sweater and there'd be a bunch yeah. of like uh, teddy bear like things ironed yeah. onto it. And yeah. Then the last, the last teddy bear would actually have a plastic squeaker inside it, and people I'd, would would put would poke your belly and it would go squeak. I'd Come on, I'd fucking, I'd fucking kill anyone if they tried to poke my squeaker. Surely someone remembers people wearing those sweaters back in the day. Anyway, Sinistar gives $5 and says, Obligatory, I'm at work and can't watch live comment. I don't have a good answer to the question, but $70 feels like a lot for most games. I guess it would, Sinistar. Yep. I've got to get through these fast because there's so many. I've got to walk the dog. Believe in you. Chemo Selimagic gives nine ninety nine and says, I wanted to elaborate that I wouldn't mind paying a dollar per each hour that I put into a game. If I stop, I don't get charged anymore. Saints Row isn't worth an hour, but I blew $60 on it. Okay. But counterpoint, some people have like put a thousand hours into shit like uh ftl or xcom yeah or, or minecraft or, or minecraft yeah. is yeah. that fair seems seems insane the dogmatic director gives five dollars and says pretty sure your catchphrase is let's all laugh at an industry that never learns anything tee hee hee that's that's pretty not funny. really a catchphrase that's more of a jingle yeah that's a jingle uh jonas kaufman member for 32 months in bonus content says coming in late so you may have dealt with this for me with limited time stroke money i do have a minimum game length approximately 25 hours for 60 to 70 dollars well that seems that seems high jonas kaufman especially yeah. considering that you'd miss out on something like hi-fi rush which is eight hours soaking wet yeah anyway eight hours oh yeah yeah a superb owner gives $5 and says, Gents, on a scale of The Witcher 3 to The Last of Us Part 1, how much should a next-gen update cost? Uh, this is in reference. The Witcher 3's update is free, and The Last of Us Part 1 is $70. Oh, there you go. Uh, um, um, I would love free. In a perfect world, it would be free. Uh, the reason free? The Last of Us Part 1 is $70 is because they knew the HBO show would be the biggest pop cultural event of the beginning of this year and would undoubtedly help move sales of the games, which I'm imagining is it probably should, sell, selling should, PS5s. It should definitely be free if you bought the original. It should be a free upgrade. Yeah, especially if you're doing it in the same ecosystem. If you're still playing on PC or still playing on PlayStation or Xbox. Yeah. Yep. Dread, Dread Hair 870 gives 10 A dollars and says, Here is money. Please appreciate. Beautiful. Okay, then. 
Mother gives $5 and says, Yats, any thoughts on the Legacy of Kane series? We might see a new title in the future. I think you'll like the OTT Shakespeare-ish dialogue, Big Love. I never really played the Legacy of Kane series. They're pretty cool. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of folks think... Uh... A lot of folks think Square, well, I guess it's not Square anymore. I guess Embracer, who owns the IP now, might bring it back. Because um, we're seeing a sort of a big flood of old thing is new. Okay. Uh, Scramble Ramble gives 100 SEK and says, uh, Re, the duty to support a game. EU has new laws requiring support for three years from purchase in most circumstances. Some issues when you license it instead, though. Well, that's something, I guess. Why don't we all yeah. go live in Europe? Why don't we all go live in Scandinavia? Well, that sounds nice. That's, that's, that actually sounds yeah, really yeah. nice. Be nice. Free healthcare. Yeah. Nice I mean, uh, I won't say let's all go live in England because they're not in the EU anymore. No. Sorry, England. I hear uh, Amsterdam is pretty nice as well. Amsterdam is gorgeous. Very walkable city. I miss walkable cities. Yeah, they're nice. Bardungle Barnacle gives ten A dollars. Says lost count the number of big budget titles I've bought on sale, played five minutes, and never again. Whereas I find yep. full price for a surprise, lovable indie sleeper hit far more rewarding. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe you should stop buying big, big budget titles. By the sounds of it, Bardungle Barnacle. Yeah, there's plenty of indies. No one, stopping one, that trade. One wonders why you kept doing it after like the third one. Yeah, because he was a he's a Bardungling Barnacle. Doesn't know any better. The Climate Change Barbarian gives 279 CA dollars. I think that's Canadian dollars, although... I think um, it's Canadian, yeah. I seem to remember seeing like CAD dollars on here oh, as well. No. So I get confused. Marty, you're a boss. I'll try the voucher thing. Try the voucher thing. This isn't me being a shill. This is me saying if you plan on purchasing two first-party Nintendo games in the next year, you can save a lot of money on them by doing this. Counterpoint of Counter Ninja. money. Gives $5 and says, Marty, using my voucher system tip, Nintendo will only punch you in the face instead of kicking you in the balls. Say thank you. I don't think that's true because for $100, you're getting two games, which means you're getting two games. And you can still, for that $100, you can only pay $90 to get the $100 if you just look up how to get cheaper Nintendo bucks. And $50 for a for a big game, I don't think, like $50 for, for Tears of the Kingdom doesn't Cause, seem unreasonable to me. Because the big scam of buy one, get one free is that if it makes you... Uh, buy something you wouldn't otherwise have bought sure. it's still more money than you had been planning to spend this is true this is true yeah if you're buying a game just for the sake of buying it you don't even know if you're gonna play it yeah uh a superb owner comes back with five dollars and says if you guys are wondering what your catchphrases are marty's is what a time to be alive and yards is is k <laughs> makes a great afternoon drinking game that's to be honest that's pretty spot on i have found i have to go over everything i've written and sort of deliberately erase every usage of the word basically yeah i mean when you've put so many words out into the world whether whether it's on on in print or um extemporaneously on on live streams and shows and shit yeah you're gonna fall back into the same things because we have to fucking talk all the time well we all have our verbal takes i've Absolutely. noticed that i basically just use basically just as a sort of sentence sentence combining fragment that was that was that was confusing. You used it in that sense. There you go, illustrating my point. Basically, what a time to be alive. Old Hunter seventy seven 
gives $5 and says the video game industry is massively wealthy and market largely to young people. Price increases are indefensible, especially from regular consumers. Do get, get that revolutionary favor flowing. Oh, I don't, I don't think they're marketed largely to young. I mean, how young are we talking? I'm not sure. The babies? Babies? Oh. Nick Miller gives $2 and says we ports for another thing RE4 can be thanked for. Uh, oh yeah, the Resi Four got its uh, Wii port, but it was good. You could use the yeah, you yeah, could yeah. use the motion to, to point. They didn't mm. add that in the Switch version, which I find weird. I don't know why I can't do that mm. on Switch. Doctor Zebra gives one ninety nine dollars. Says, "How tall are you, Yati? Give us the measurements." I'm six foot five, Doctor Zebra. There you there go. You I don't have any follow-ups to that. Van? Are you at Van? Van, been a member for 14 months or a year. For some reason, I have both written down. Thank you so much, Van. Can't wait for Wolong on Game Pass in March. Yeah, Wolong, the uh, upcoming sort of Souls-like from the uh, Neo team, also going to be on Game Pass okay. in March. So there you go. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't a big fan of Neo in the end. Uh, um, I think Nick dropped off it. Nick was playing through it and then dropped off it. There's yeah. too much shit going on in that game. There's fucking know, shit right? flying everywhere in that game. BS Marsh gives $2 and says, Marty, you know we're voting for an orc massage as EP. Yes, because you're all a bunch of deviant yeah. horn dogs. Well, be put in prison. You know what that would be, BS Marsh? That would be basic. That would be very basic of you all to do that. Oh, you would no. all be a bunch of dreary, basic bitches if you were to you do that. Like are you gonna like try to uh, like use reverse psychology to get the to get them to have you play something you want to play? I don't want to play Orkmazad. No, I know you're gonna try to like try to veer them towards like Metroid Prime. Well, it's difficult to do that without being obvious. Said, That's "Oh true. God, please don't make me play Briar Patch 3D. Anything <laughs> but that." Ah. Chaos Slayer gives 179 pounds and says Milwaukee's EP like Wash DC's EP when you film AIN. Probably not. I mean, What's, I'll probably did be... you do a zero punctuation of Washington DC the city? Not really. Uh, we just like filmed me walking around it and used it to sort of uh, pad out a video at one point. We are we are we're, we are going to do plenty of uh, bonus and behind the scenes content. Yes. So don't you don't you worry about that. Uh, John Connor gives five Canadian dollars and says, in writing, do you have the whole general blueprint of the story before then? Let me try that again with my teeth in. In writing, do you have the whole general blueprint of the story beforehand, or do you take it as it goes for the first draft? Uh, I guess the second one, John Connor. I usually kick off with a vague idea of how it's going to end and a couple of uh, key points to hit, but otherwise, yeah, I let it uh, go however it wants. Because that's what a first draft's for. The second mm -hmm. draft is for going over it all and uh, cutting out all the stuff that didn't really go anywhere. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Connor Stilwell gives $5 and says, which of your books would you say is the <sighs> weakest in terms of comedy? Oh, Jesus, Connor Stilwell. I don't know. It's all subjective, isn't it? Uh, uh, probably Jam, because a lot of people die in it. Hmm. I was, I guess, I was focusing a little bit more on the satire. There you go. On the societal commentary. There you go. Uh, Morink seventy-five gives ten Canadian dollars. 
and says nothing. No comment. Yeah, not even a follow-up comment. Thank you so much for nothing. the donation. Nothing. Nothing to say. Andrew Hickenbottom gives two pounds and says, <clears throat> Bronze Fonz Power Wash Simulator DLC, please. Well, I keep talking about Power Wash Simulator DLC. That's not up to us. I've become obsessed. Yeah, I don't think you could just Power Wash like a... Uh, you might go to like jail if you do that. You just start power washing like a city monument. Uh, Clovis Richer gives three euros. Says, Yazi, can you give us your best fridge accent? <laughs> Incredible. Yes, believe it or not, that was my best. That was very, that was very well done. I'm really impressed. This is one of those things uh, where you need to like, I need to like try to get into the accent by using a phrase I have heard said in a French accent. There you go. Uh, yeah, you stuck the landing. Um, oh, there's that then, line. Uh, there's that line from Blackadder. Um, On the contrary, I hate you English pigs. Always laboring under this misconception that Frenchmen are great lovers. I'm French, and I'm unlike a baby carrot and two small petit pois. Is that from that thing you made up earlier? What was it? What? What was the, the the Blight Town thing you made up earlier? Enid Blyton. Yeah, was that from that as well? No, Enid oh, Blyton is the name of an author. Oh, that's a person. Is the, their name's Enid? Enid. Enid. Right. Yes, it's a classic sort of old lady name like Agnes. Oh, gotcha. That's a that was that was really. That, I'm gonna be honest. That was a pretty decent French accent. I mean, I know you were just molding it off yeah. after a I thing was, you'd already, already I was, heard. But I was I quoting really a performance from yeah. the TV show. So uh, if you want to do a French accent, you just sort of get sort of the back of the throat thing in on all the R's. So, yeah, you oh, got like French. real mucusy. I am French and I'm wearing lingerie. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's, that's, re that's really good. Okay. Uh, and last, uh, the couple last minute donations over in our Trans Lifeline charity. Thank you so much, kid. Barchetta, another $2. Relevant this time. Elden Ring was the only game I bought at full price, but was well worth it. Uh, also, that game is long as shit. So that game you'd probably have to pay more than $60 for because it is long. And then uh, Beast March with a $10 dono. Thank you so much, Beast March. Happy to support a great cause. Thank you guys so much. We've already raised $5,107 towards Trans Lifeline, which is great. Yes, it's great. Excellent. Well done, everyone. Uh, giving to charity thumbs up you know nick actually got on to me this morning saying please don't be a sarcastic asshole when you talk about the trans lifeline charity mm -hmm. and you've I've, been good so far you've been good you know i'm it, it's surprising how much of a struggle it is for me to not sound mm -hmm. like a sarcastic asshole yeah it's, it's, it's true it's, you do sound like a sarcastic asshole most of the time it is basically my default yeah yeah you've done a, you've done a good job yeah, um, I've I'm done well to... over the years, always sounding like a sarcastic asshole. No, uh, I meant is... you've done good today, not sounding like it. It's so made it very difficult to play uh, uh, Among Us, because every time I try to, I get accused, every time mm -hmm. I try to defend myself, I sound like a sarcastic asshole, and then I get spaced, yes. even if I'm not yeah. the imposter. Yeah, it's, it's happened more times than I can count. <laughs> And yeah, remember that bit in Adventure is Nigh where Mortimer had to be sincere in order to yeah. uh, wake up King Fuzzy Hugs? <laughs> that was uh, me playing against type as well. Yeah. Anyway. Look how, great, look how great of a moment that was. Yeah, I guess. Anyway. Uh, thanks for watching, stroke listening to Slightly Something Else.
Thanks yeah. for all your great donations to, to both to ourselves and to a very worthy cause. Yes. Remember that all our streams will be accepting donations to uh, Trans, Trans Lifeline over, over the course of this week, mm -hmm. including my post-CP stream. And our, Which will be and, on Hi-Fi Rush, correct? Yes, it will, because this week's EP is on Hi-Fi Rush, and also the uh, stream of Sea of Thieves. I will be on on Thursday, along with Marty and Nick and Jack. How many more of those are we doing, by the way? Well, not Jack. Jack said he couldn't be here. Remember he said that last oh, week? Oh, that's right. I think we're bringing so, this, we'll, someone else Frost on. or Jamate? One of we'll, them. We'll figure it out. I believe we're halfway through. We'll see which one does the best pirate accent. We'll hold auditions. Yarg. Oh, I bet they would both do really good pirate accents. Yeah, thinking about it. Yeah. Both of them, both of them could pull off. They'd be very different kinds of pirates. I feel like Jamates would be like a foppish pirate. There were, there were posh pirates. Remember Steed Bonnet? That is true. The gentleman pirate. What a gentleman. Uh, and then, yeah, later today, uh, tune back in 6 p.m. Central. Uh, Jesse and Casey will be back with Hidden Gems playing the Dio Field Chronicles, Ooh, which was a Square, what? one of those games Square released last year that uh, no one paid attention I have to. never heard of it. But knowing Square Enix's track record, it's probably a load of old shit. Hey, every once in a while something's good. Well, like Babylon's Fall. No, not like Babylon's Fall. So when they give us those old PS1 games, those are good. No, not like Forspoken either. Or uh, Final Fantasy Origins, Stranger no, of Paradise. No, not like that. Hey, that's, that's already getting its turnaround. That's already getting its critical reappraisal. People are liking it. Christ knows why. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake was cool. Uh, whatever. If you like big swords. If you like that sort of thing. Also, I I've do. got an extra punctuation dropping for members on Thursday. Nice. Yeah, we yeah. have all sorts of great stuff on the sites. Uh, your uh, Adventure is Nice Season 2 post-Season 2 level-up session went live for everyone yesterday. Oh, that's right. One for the fans, that yeah. one. Maybe we should put post-Season season 2 post Maybe we should change the uh, name of that to let people know you should watch it after season two. Yeah, yeah, people might get confused otherwise. Yeah, yeah. And then check out uh, Frost's new cold take uh, went up. We'll have a new uh, In the Frame going up for members. Um, we'll have a new design delve going up. There's just so much fucking shit everywhere. It's wonderful. All right. Uh, is that everything? I think that's everything. We did All that. right. Well, I guess we'll say goodbye then. Bye, everyone. Bye. See you next time. Toffee is very good at reading when it's walkies time. Oh, that's true. Power Watch Simulator was Square. You like that game? <sighs> well, they only published it. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.